short. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. This is Christian. This is Bobby. This is Amanda. Uh, we do not have Nick today, but I uh, I am an idiot. I well, I'm incredibly unlucky today. I uh, I did the same thing I do every day. I took off my vest from work, threw it in my trunk, and then took off my hard hat and threw my hard hat in my trunk. Unfortunately, what happened this time is my hard hat hit my button for locking your car. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because my car is, you know, it has key detect. So it's pretty hard to lock your keys in your car. It won't let you unless you do some crazy one in a thousand move like I did today. Dude, that's pretty lucky. That's pretty lucky lucky. shot. The Death Star comes down with something like that, you know? It kind of reminds me of this uh, other guy who, uh, what was he wearing? Oh, I used to work at a grocery store. So he had a smock. We had smocks. And so uh, he was uh, taking a dump and he went to go pick up his smock off of the, the bathroom floor. And his cell phone flew from his pocket into the toilet while it was flushing and just flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. This is when like they were like, uh, you know, the... Like flip phone Motorola, uh, yeah. turd sized, you know, turd sized phones before Easily we got into this. Turd phone, yeah. yeah. Uh, those were the yeah. good old days. I celebrated um, 30 years of it, life. Who did? Christian. Christian. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. I'm 30 I didn't years even old. buy you anything. I'm going to send you a game or something. Oh my God. No, please don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rianne surprised me. She organized a completely surprise to me birthday party called Christian Con, where everyone showed up and dressed as different versions of me. Now, those that know me and have seen me in public know I probably have three or four outfits that I like. So everyone was kind of following the theme. Uh, lots of striped shirts, which of course is one of my favorite pieces of clothing. And she organized hot ones. We made oh, our nice. own boats. We raced like $10 budgeted boats down the river. And we played Taskmaster, which is a British show I'm not going to explain. But if you haven't seen it, go watch it. And how'd, you do on the, um, how'd you do on the hot ones? Oh, didn't even didn't even phase me. There's a, video, there's, there's a video and she's like, you don't he even look like... He was gargling him. That's what he was doing. He was gargling <laughs> <hot dogs. laughs> No, I was gurgling. I was gurgling. No, gargling because I would be dying. No, it, it didn't phase me. I... Uh, I can handle my heat. Um, okay, dude. Handle the heat. I, maybe yeah. they weren't prepared properly. Those are some hot sauces. Yeah, uh, maybe they weren't. But I did, you know, the last dab, I put a little bit on. My friend beside me, he was sweating, and he's Colombian. So I thought I was, you know, I wasn't <laughs> up against a bunch of people who can't handle the heat. Anyways, enough of that. They were very fun games. What was my point with this? I had a segue. It was a fun uh, Christian con, but I mean, uh, yeah. there's another con coming up. Segue uh. into that, talking about that. Yeah, we got DLG con coming up in about a month. Countdown begins. It's going to be awesome and exciting. We have a full house. Yeah, um, we're sold out so again. So thanks, everybody who stepped out. up. 
Yeah, yeah, we're sold out, and it's pretty awesome. Uh, but if you're local or if you're in the area and you want to stop by and shit, hit us up because, like, yeah, there's definitely plenty of people that can come stop by and see everyone and hang out and stuff. So that will be uh, really cool. For those that are listening that are going to be part of DLGCon, uh, keep an eye open on that DLGCon attendees channel that we have in Discord. Um, right now, I am doing a poll where we're going to have a like meeting and uh, game night with everyone before we show up at the house. Those are usually really fun and really great, and especially like the first year when we all didn't know each other. Yeah. Most of us didn't know each other. It was really it was wonderful, and it's yeah, and it's a good time. We haven't had a game night in quite a while as well, so I just think that that would be really cool. But it's only going to be open for the people that are uh, going to DLGCon. So. If you are going, please check that post and vote because that's the day that we're going to pick based on the highest numbers of votes. Right now, it's looking like uh, October 13th, Friday the 13th, and I really am here for that fucking awesome spoopiness. Maybe we can turn it into a semi-spoopy uh, game night, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, maybe play some Friday the 13th. It's <laughs> one of the game night games. Also, but, Friday the 13th, we... That is the deadline. I think it's the deadline for our voting on our new, uh, what do you call it, uh, sticker, sticker logo color thing. So that's the same day. Um, Unanimously and- loved, by the way, by everyone. <laughs> Got shot down <laughs> not, so hard. Not contentious. Everybody talks so much shit. Uh, we're going to modify it still, but we're trying to land on the colors before we print them out. And we'll probably be giving away those stickers. Well, everybody who deserves them from being a patron for 78 years and waiting for your stickers. And then, uh, yeah, we'll probably have some for you at DLGCon as well. So that yeah. will be fun. Gonna you can put an ugly, ugly sticker on your computer. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate to fucking bring it up, but I feel like I got to bring it up. Fucking Israel and Palestine are at it again. And it what? looks bad <laughs> again. What? And uh, I don't know. I, I was looking at it today. I'm just, I feel bad. Uh, for all the innocents that are cut up, it feels a little different than the Russian and like Ukraine thing, which happens in fields for the most time. This is just like a neighborhood fighting a neighborhood, man, and it is it's bad. Yeah, it sucks. Mm. Knock it off, you guys, please. Wow. All right, video games. Yeah, where are we say, at? Let's lead from that. <laughs> to, <this laughs> Somebody a have a war game, game? podcast. No. Oh my yeah. god. Dude. <laughs> Games that have caught our attention. On the radar, Bobby, is starting us off. Yep, starting it off with Deep Rock Galactic Rogue Core. So I'm, I'm pretty sure some people posted about this in Discord. I have not been on Discord recently. I've been kind of absent this week, but hopefully this is going to be my last busy week. I, I certainly hope so, because I really want to play some Void Crew. Like anyway, all time? Sorry to interrupt. Your last busy week and then like before death? Like... No, no, I'm just, I'm finishing up like my last side job that I had lined up and then, uh, so you will have busy weeks in the future. Yeah. It's the side jobs impose on my free time. So if I'm busy at work, it's like, whatever, you know, like that, that eventually stops at a certain point in the day sometimes, but, uh, I'm not taking any classes this semester, but I've just been overloaded with, uh, work on the side. So that's why I've been kind of absent, but, uh, Deep Is the juice not worth the squeeze anymore, Bobby? No, not well. Not not for this particular client. <laughs> gotcha. Hey, um, 20 bucks is 20 bucks now. Um, I, I can be a little <laughs> more selective about my work now. Good, um, man. 
So Deep Rock Galactic Rogue Core is yet another Deep Rock Galactic game that is coming out, uh, and it is being developed by Ghost Ship Games, so the original developers of Deep Rock Galactic. Um, this is a roguelike that is... There's a pretty good amount of detail. So they've got a roadmap up that outlines everything that they've been working on and are going to continue working on, although they do say that it could change, or as they put it, it's not set in stone or rock, uh, which I thought was a fun pun. They get so much mileage out of that rock and stone pun, I swear. Um, but it's a one to four player co-op. It is a first person shooter um, and is it, it is a roguelite. So it seems like they're not changing. They're going to be using a lot of the game that they already have, but they're just kind of changing the game mode. Um, it's going to be similar to, to the original in so many ways. Like the graphics look identical. It's got destructible environments. The weapons and abilities, I, I assume, are going to be the same. It, it looks like that's the case, but I'm sure there's going to be some uh, variants. So like, for example, you start just with like a pistol and a pickaxe. You don't have a class, but as the missions go on, you eventually... Um, you, you get more items and you develop your, your class. Uh, there's going to be a five-stage dive plus a boss at the end. So the idea of a boss fight sounds really exciting to me. Um, and they say those are going to last five minutes each. Uh, there's a, a ton more details in the roadmap if you're interested. But I am super excited because I feel like, I mean, I've got over 800 hours in Deep Rock Galactic. And it, it kind of feels stale. I, I keep going back to it. But, I, you know, if, when you put that much time into a game, it's... <laughs> you're going to be ready for something new. And I really feel like they kind of missed the ball with the deep dive, the, this mode, it, it was one of their first big additions to the game. I want to say um, the deep dive is where you do like three missions in a row and all your material materials that you gather carry over to each mission. So you have to um, be careful how you use them and they get increasingly difficult. It was kind of a good idea, but it, it came out when they did all the uh, blank matrix cores and everything. So it was a way to get those, but it, I don't know. Nobody ever plays those anymore. I haven't done one in years. Like it's just kind of a dead part of the game. And I felt like they could have done so much more than that. That could have been an opportunity to really uh, like introduce a different kind of game mode. You know, we, What's, I think just last week we were talking about maybe PVP in this, but what specifically like about this will excite you or like breathe new life into the game. Just something different, I think. Like, right. Probably. But is it just the basic game and with a roguelike mechanic? Like, what's the? No, I think it. It's yeah, I don't. Different, right, Bobby? Different well, missions. I, I don't know what the objectives are, so I don't think you have to go out and gather materials. Although that's probably going to be like a side objective, so you can purchase stuff. Maybe I, I don't know, but it sounds like it's going to be more along the lines of wave survival. That's oh, cool. my guess, but I, I don't know. And then the boss fight sounds cool, so maybe more focused on the combat. Um, and of course I love co-op games and it just, I don't know, should be pretty exciting, but we've got a long time to go. I mean, it's early access is going to be November, 2024. So we've got like almost exactly a year until we're going to uh, see this game. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and guess we're going to get a little more lore than we've had. I think a lot of the lore is kind of like guess that, you know, yeah. I think, uh, you know, if you have missions like set missions usually you get a little more story out of them but we'll see a lot of questions I wonder, they could even switch up the economy. classes dude imagine they could possibly have different classes 
Yeah, or combine them somehow. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll have the same movement abilities, you know, like drilling and zip lines and all that. Maybe uh, you're supposed to go from gurgling to gargling. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're referencing jokes that were made before the show. Nobody <laughs> yeah, knows. I know, but it puts everybody uh, in a good mood. Yeah, oh it does. Uh, Yestergrace Snowfall. So... I'm going to talk about Yes, Your Grace, the first game, which I finished uh, later in the show. Uh, and this is the the sequel. Uh, once you hear about me talk about Yes, Your Grace, I feel like if you're into point and click adventures and narrative stories, you might want to add this one to your wish list. Uh, it's got a beautiful kind of 2.5D uh, pixel art style to it. There's no expression on anyone's face. It's all about kind of the movement of the body and what's happening in the scene. But they've definitely increase the graphics since the the base game and the premise of this game is really simple you're basically a king that sits on a throne and different petitioners come from all over the kingdom and they ask you for things and they relay stories to you and there's a grand narrative in the behind scenes happening Uh, in the first game there's a murder of a nearby king and you kind of have to figure that out i don't want to spoil too much but um you're dealing with these petitioners and because of distance They'll be like, my town got burned to the ground. We need all this gold to to rebuild it. And you'll give them that money, thinking that you're going to get a return on that investment because everyone pays taxes and everything. And then you'll find out later that that's just some scammer going around from king to king, and it's not a true story at all. So you're kind of picking up on the dialogue, and you're trying to separate, okay, who's telling the truth, who isn't telling the truth, and how much resources can I actually spend on everyone's problems? Uh, and you're also managing kind of the dynamics of your family. Uh, your wife wants to buy a dress. Your daughters don't want to get married because you have to make like these alliances with other kingdoms. It's pretty simple, but also in-depth. And there's a bit of a point-and-click adventure to it, too, as you kind of uncover mysteries around the castle, click on things, see what they do, see if anything has changed. Um, a really neat, neat game. Uh the release date for this one is to be announced, and it's developed by Brave at Night as well as the first one. So I'm super excited for it. There's uh, definitely different levels of pixel art. You can say pixel art, and it can mean a lot of things. I would, I would definitely put this in S tier. It's beautiful um, yeah. pixel art. I mean, I don't think it gets much better than that. It's like pixel art that's also shaded, so it adds a lot more depth. It's very, very beautiful. Yep, the lighting of the different scenes. But we'll talk about more Yes, Your Grace later. Planet vs. Earth, humanity, Amanda? Yeah, so speaking about the uh, different game nights and things like that, I really feel like this has the potential of being an incredible game night kind of game. That's interesting. Uh, Because the way that it works is that it works very much like Jackbox and um, a lot of the party games, which is... That it's not necessarily a PC game. You load it up on the PC and it does all the cutscenes and it does all the like explaining and stuff on the computer screen. But most of the game is actually played through your phone. Like I said, just like Jackbox games. Um, So there is a demo for it right now. Um, It is a little on the steep price, I would argue, being $25 normally. So I feel like it would be good for a sale or something. But it so far has very positive reviews. There's only 54 people that put these reviews in, though, and it's 87% positive. So some of the negatives seem to be, from what I was reading, that uh, they have basically 
like pandered to a lot of influencers to show things that haven't been released yet. And so a lot of people felt that that was really shady and like shitty and stuff. But I also read that quite a few devs have responded to those negative reviews saying that they are finalizing things and going to be releasing a new update in like a week or two that has all of that stuff and releasing it to everyone. They just kind of wanted to like amp the hype up a little bit. Um, so that's kind of, I think, where some of the negative reviews are going. But otherwise, the majority of these are like super, super positive and people are loving this. Um, so what is it, right? It's a game where it's a 1v5 kind of game. You could be Earth. And if you're Earth, the whole point is you are going to try and do things that are going to kill all the humans on Earth. So you might initiate a virus or launch an asteroid at the planet um, or, you know, create like all kinds of uh, issues and stuff to make them fight each other. Right. Um, if you're one of the five, then you could be either a world leader where you're going to be adapting laws and regulations. You could be industry where you're handling the economy. You could be a scientist where you are trying to do research and discover solutions to any of the issues for humanity. You can be media um, or you could be the public. And so the five people are all working together to kind of combat and fight the earth so that way they can survive while whichever player is earth is trying to take out all of them. And so, so interesting. Yeah, right? And so, like, there's yeah. all these different kind of narratives and, like, no two games play the same. Uh, there's a whole bunch of d different kinds of disasters and famine and all kinds of things, things that are based off of real-world parallels and shit like that. And so, you know, you really are the, – there can only be one winner as well. And so, yeah, you could either be on the side of humanity or you could be the planet itself. And so I just thought that this was such a cool game. Um, I'm very interested in this. I'd love to at least try to play the demo. And the nice thing, at least, about this game is that even though it is $25, one person buys it, everybody can play it for free. So that's nice. what's cool as well. And same, that's similar to the Jackbox games. And so yeah. um, I do like that model a lot for a party game. I think that that's kind of the best. I think that that's a great way to do it. And especially with the phones can be fun, too. I guess there is like an entire spectator kind of moment. And a lot of people talked about how actually streaming this game was super fun because random people like from the chat could join in and like influence and have this impact on like humanity's decisions, which was like really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I would love to so play this, this at DLG Con. I don't think twenty five bucks is too expensive. The Jackbox games sometimes go for thirty two or thirty five bucks. It feels like so much. True. But well, the thing is, is that Jackbox games oh, usually are multiple games as one. Yeah. So you might yeah. be paying 20 to $30, but you are getting five games, whereas this is just literally one game. But I agree with you. I think that this actually would be, and I think in like our position as DLG, this is a fantastic game for that. Because yeah, like all the people joining to play would be playing for free. So it's really just you buy it once and the whole community will benefit off of it. So yeah, like I, I definitely like this game a lot and I, I keep going back and forth on buying it, but I'm probably going to buy it. <laughs> and like, I would love to play this at DLG con, but I'd like to play it before then actually. I've so. got to imagine it's a little, it's got to be a lot more long form than Jackbox games. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I Jackbox think games are like what? sitting seven minutes long or something. And this has got to be an hour at least, but that is not, not a bad thing for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, this is super actually, cool. I feel like that that whole technology is underutilized. That whole people on their cell phone inputting, I, I it could be used for so many things. So Absolutely. hopefully, I I hope I wish the best for these guys. Let's support them. Like Same. outside of gaming, it could be used for 
a lot of things or no i was thinking gaming but like okay. other other things than than just that i remember there's a vr game that we took to dlg Khan one where um there's you're like one the vr person is a giant and then the yeah, other people are awesome. like yeah. little gnomes that are trying <laughs> yeah. to hide around the kitchen and stuff and yeah. You, yeah and you do it on your phone and he's trying to catch him i thought that was what a great concept All right, Forza, what's going on? Vroom, vroom? Vroom, vroom, yeah, man. Um, so Forza, I'm, I'm more of a Horizon guy because I like the arcadiness because I'm not very good. Um, but this is the more Gran Turismo-esque um, version of uh, Forza. Uh, it looks fucking photorealistic. You know, it's always the racing games that are like the ones that really push push everything it's like the ne- is it next gen is it not a lot of times the car the car games are the ones that you're like oh i haven't seen anything like that this is uh it looks very nice um other than that you know it's it's more of the hardcore racing type i think there's some f1 cars in there uh but you know a lot less forgiveness than the horizon um version of this it's been a while since they came out with the motorsport one so much so that they just uh, i forgot i think they were just called forza before and then the horizon series came out came out and now so they have to differentiate it so they started it with motorsport but i think it's been quite a while like five six years um of course this is a um, xbox game studio so it'll be on X, xbox game pass game, uh day one um get one more time like it's not really my thing but you know things are shiny and it's free why not so i'll pick it up i'll be talking about it on the podcast um probably won't stick with it but maybe i will i don't mean there was a time in my life where i would race 160 lap things on gran turismo so are you into forza the sport in real life do you follow it or no the only the only um thing that i'm into a little like laterally is f1 and that's because of the uh the netflix show okay. got way into f1 from the netflix show anybody i think anybody can appreciate that show it's got drama it's got action it's got it all <laughs> that's what i was told at a party these two people came up to me and they're like have you have you seen the f1 show on netflix i was like whoa that's like that's like the conversation opener it's like it's so good you have to watch <laughs> it's it so good there's only 20 people. There's only 20 drivers in the world at F1 any one time. And they can all take each other's jobs at any one time, basically. They have contracts, but you can, you can fucking sometimes it's, they're so valuable, these drivers, that sometimes it's worth just paying the fucking penalty or whatever. So they're fucking, it, there's so much drama. And then it's super high intensity because. You lose a few races in a row when you're not supposed to, and next thing you know, they're looking at the new kid that just came up, and yeah, and then on top of that, fucking crashes and people go out. It's it's a lot of drama. Yeah, I'm I'm sold again. I was sold at the party, and you resold me. One day I'll watch this document. Watch it with your girl, man. I, I Sam watches it with me. You know, it's all cool. the drama. All yeah. the drama. Uh, I've been watching Love Is Blind actually. Oh, yeah. I can't believe we haven't talked about it. Bobby, Sorry, are you no, up to date? Can we not? Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> uh, they, they released a couple of episodes a while ago, right? 
like a well after new the ones dropped last night there's oh, been two okay. new drops yeah no, uh, i haven't watched those but um okay. yeah i watched the first drop like the first two and the second two or whatever it is oh, i'm up to date up until tomorrow oh uh, yesterday and um yeah <laughs> wow crazy are you caught up chris no, not from you said new episodes dropped yesterday. I'm not cut up. On, yeah, on I haven't watched those either. But man, holy Bobby, catch up, man. There's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. This. It might be the okay. best pod. Uh, you know, the pods is when they're they can't see each other and they're trying to fall in love or whatever. It might be the best pod part of the uh, thing ever, just because some like drama comes up. Yeah, that's the boring part. Yeah. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> All right, highlights, games we have been playing. Bobby, you've been playing? Yep, more Deep Rock, sorry. It's kind of weird, Bobby. It's like <laughs> Deep Rock, Deep Rock, Deep Rock. Yeah, I know. Are you going to um, get that board, board game, dude? I was going to buy it for DLG Con, and then I saw that it was like only backers got it or something like that. It's mm-hmm. not like readily available. I think somebody posted in the Discord a way to get it, but I'd have to look closer at that. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's so rare that we're able to use the tabletop games. I, I never really had any plans to buy it. Mm. Um, but Deep Rock Galactic Survivor. So this is the beta that is out right now on Steam. This game is still going to be released in 2023, so pretty soon. And it feels like the game is ready to go. This is the um, Vampire Survivors clone. It is not made by Ghost Ship Games, the original developers of Deep Rock Galactic. It's made by somebody else, but they've done a pretty good job here. Um, There's surprisingly a lot of content in the demo. I spent quite a few hours playing it, and it's it's really good. I, I know I said Soulstone Survivors was my favorite Vampire Survivors. This one might be, but I, we probably need an objective opinion here because, of course, I'm biased. Uh, there's way more of an emphasis on strategy in this one. All the other Vampire Survivors game, you're just running around and it's all about positioning. You get the upgrades, so you figure out these cool combos. But you're just trying to run around a big open area and kill as many people as you can. But in this one, you have more stuff to do. You have to complete objectives, collect resources. Um, it, it It's so weird how it mirrors the original game in so many ways. You have to collect these resources and some of them you need to collect so you can spend on upgrades outside of the game because there is permanent progression. So you can up, up uh, upgrade your character. Um, and it's not just a big open map either. So this one's got walls and you have to pick your pickaxe your way through them. And it actually works really well for escaping hordes of enemies. You can just tunnel through a, an area and give yourself a way out in situations when you get cornered. Um, so it, it feels a little more interactive than most of these vampire survivor games. Uh, the Visually, it... Like everything with the UI looks exactly like Deep Rock Galactic. Even the graphics themselves, it really does look like DRG, but just from a different perspective, from that top-down perspective. Um, And I I feel like they've always, or they've just done a really good job. A lot of these Vampire Survivor games I've played, it's not really clear where the synergies are. You can feel it when you're playing, but when you look at the stats page, it doesn't really make much sense. Or when you're offered an upgrade, it doesn't tell you, well, what what is this actually going to affect? And is this what I'm stacking? Um, there's a lot more complexity to it. You get, you get different guns, and then you can upgrade those guns in different ways. They can do certain types of damage, and you can change that. 
Um, you can get overclocks. So when you, you're offered an upgrade, it will show you directly, like it will affect these two guns right here. And you can check the stats on, on them to see if it's going to be valuable. It's really good. I, I would definitely recommend this. I have no idea how much it's going to cost, but I feel like I need Emilio. You got to play this so you can you can tell me if it actually is good or if I'm just uh, if if all I <laughs> if I'm just biased because of Deep Rock Galactic. I um, mean, first of all, kudos to Deep Rock and Ghost Ship Games to get to a point that you're licensing your IP out. That's pretty cool. You know, a couple of extra shekels. Maybe that's what's uh, funding their whole new uh, project they have over there. But um, yeah, uh, I will definitely play this. Um, it's crazy that you got hours out of the demo. So that's a pretty in-depth demo. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll a, check it out. I can see how they have the game set up. Like you're supposed to progress through these um, different hazard levels and then different biomes as well. And in the demo, you there's actually access to quite a bit of the content, but you can only play the scout and then one of the scouts subclasses. But yeah, I'm glad to see ghost ship games doing all this because they made deep rock galactic. It was this huge success and everybody was immediately like, what's next? You know, what are you doing? And they said for the longest time, we're just going to focus on deep rock galactic. They, they came out with the season pass um, and they just continued to develop that game. And as great as it is, I just kind of feel like it's reached a dead end. Like, I don't know what else they can really do with it. Um, you know, all the, the season passes are great, but it's basically just all cosmetics at this point. They throw in a few new enemies from time to time and that, uh, shakes things up, but, we need uh, lady dwarves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a request they've had from day one, but yeah, <laughs> no lady dwarves. Um, but, but I'm glad to see that, them doing new stuff. They put that roller coaster mode in, didn't they? Wasn't that like a complete change or. Yeah, they put in two new maps. Yeah, they've done a lot. They put in more levels. They put in more biomes. They put in more weapons, um, and they put in more enemies. Uh, they've done they've done all that, but it's just like the only thing they can do now is just stuff they've already done. They can just do more of. Like, I would I would be hard pressed to come up with another mission type for Deep Rock Galactic. Like, I don't even know what that would look like. Christian, after eight hundred hours at Disneyland. No matter how many new rides they put in, it's still Disneyland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait. You know, we're all relatively young. We might be living in an age where we live to see the Deep Rock Galactic movie on the big screen, you know? Like, <laughs> dude, come Directed on. by Hopefully Mr. Hershey. Amazon dude. Prime yeah. does not pick it up, though. <laughs> yeah. I I don't Somebody know. might be a TV it. show. I see like an, an animated TV show on Netflix or something. Uh, <laughs> cool. That's still pretty cool, but yeah, not the same. Oh, uh, not on not on this. Sorry, but uh, the cyberpunk live action stuff. Did anyone anyone pick that up? Anyone excited to see that? Like based on I haven't even heard of it. Is based on the cyberpunk um, from TD Project Red? If, yeah, I don't even know if I should talk too much about it because I just saw it in passing on on Twitter the other day. But I think they have that a uh, live action uh, live action thing planned. So I don't know. I want to cool. I want to coin a term for something I just thought about. Like, so we have a game, and you always have your like main game that you play. Like the um, days, I think yours is probably Baldur's Gate right now. Bobby, Absolutely. yours. Is, I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. Like. Uh, some some typing game uh christian christian your game right now is probably this uh king thing you're like your main game the one that you always return the one you're trying to progress through the most okay yep yeah uh, like 
Uh, bottom bitch sounds like a that's a little hard. You know, work on it here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna work through this. By the end of the episode, we'll have something for your like main game. Anyway, my main game is uh, Cyberpunk right now, and uh, yeah, so I'm all I'm all down for any other additional content. Dude, that get- okay. <sighs> Bobby, just- you got to go back after the 2.0, dude. I need to start from the beginning. But yeah, yeah, I turn you up the difficulty to. too. I'm playing on hard, and I'm having no problems. I think they straight up say your save will like be fucked. Like you have to. Well, I loaded a couple of months ago. I loaded into the game. I I don't know if it's changed since this last patch, but a couple of months ago, I loaded in, and all my talents were reset, and everything was different. But it was still like I still had my progress. But I, I just. I have no idea what's going on in my game, so I would just need to start from the beginning. Plus, I'd want to experience it from the ground up. And uh, Phantom Liberty, Phantom Liberty is something that's a DLC. It's something you can pick up after you beat the game, or it's missions that you can pick up during the regular game. So, like, even if you haven't beat it, you can pick it up like I did, and it'll be intermixed with uh, everything else. Although, I don't know if you're beat. Like, I don't know the difference. Maybe they'll be highlighted somehow. Um, I believe in The Witcher, they let you know what which ones are DLC content and which ones are not. Amanda, I'm going to give you one guess what kind of guy I made in uh, my game. I feel like I feel like it would have been a, a brawler. Like, you're, yeah. you're certainly... Big man, yeah. big stick. Big man, big punch, big stick, yeah. big dumb. Rolls yeah. really low on intelligence, but fucking kills it. Nat twenties yeah. all around on the strength. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there, um, you can't really min max not off from from the beginning um, because they limit you. You kind of max out two stats. So I had to go with uh, what is it? I, I I felt like since you're playing cyberpunk, you have to go into the hacking. You just have to only to like see the coolest things in the game. You know what I mean? Like I feel like. A lot of the game play mechanics are around the hacking, but anyway, I'm fuck blown away by that game right now. Uh, where are we at? Where are you, Ch- uh, Chicory? Is that how I say? Oh yeah, this? Chicory, uh, a colorful tail. Um, so I have this on Xbox Game Pass. It's been sitting there for months and months and months, and uh, I'm, I, I got it specifically for um, Mila and. Uh, she's on break right now. So I was like, hey, do you want to go play this game? And she's like, yeah. You know, she's always looking for something new. So I was like, here's a controller. Like, good luck. Um, I mean, I was in the room. I was going to help her through it. But um, then it says co-op or not. And I was like, oh, shit. It's co-. I had no idea it was co-op. And it's one of these things where one, uh, it's a 2D uh, adventure game where you just go from screen to screen and it's black and white, and the whole um, story arc has to do with the person who is in charge of coloring the world, and how um, you know the transfer of that power went from one person to another, and so everything is black and white. It's all fucked, and it's time to get to painting, and so you don't coloring is not the primary thing that you're supposed to be doing but it's uh adjacent so like there's a lot of just uh jumping puzzles you color the plants that you want to activate 
Um, there's things that glow in the dark. You have to paint them to. I, but while you're there, it's funny uh, because we we're playing co-op. Uh, the way it works, by the way, uh, I was on keyboard. She was on controller. I was controlling the main character and I had a paintbrush, which is a free from kind of like a mouse. You can go anywhere you want. And uh, she was on controller. She had her own mouse. So we had we can color twice as fast, basically. And um, it worked out really well because, you know, uh, I made her do the puzzle parts. Um, just like, hey, can you activate these plants for me? And while I walked around and then if we had to do some coloring, we would just color at the same time. And uh, she's like, how can you color so fast? And I was like. PC gave me master race, bitch. That's what I was. <laughs> it's way better than controller, man. The the mouse. I didn't say it like that, but um, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a cool little cute story. Uh, you're unlocking like little outfits the whole time, and a lot of the times you're like, oh, it's just cosmetic. You make your character look different, but then there's characters that like. <laughs> it's so funny. You're you're trying to please everybody in this game. There's person in the coffee shop and he's like. I think you'd look a lot better in a pea coat and a fucking and a daisy hat. And you're like, I guess I'll put on my pea coat and a daisy hat, and then all of a sudden they unlocks this other thing. I just thought it was funny that like you're changing your clothes for uh, random people. Um, other than that, yeah, it was a cool little game. Uh, we're having a good time. I'm starting to feel my age, guys. The 11 year old was. I mean, not the whole time, but figuring out more puzzles than I would have liked her to that I couldn't do, you know, <laughs> like she was just seeing it faster, you know, and I'm like, she's like, no, Poppy, we got to go this way. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> so it's funny, uh, but I'm glad that it's in there. So you have, if you have a little kid, um, it's a great way to play that or not. It's just a good game. It's 10 out of 10 on Steam. Um, so and it's free on Xbox, so there you go. Uh, it, if you look at pictures of it, like a lot of times you'll see black and white, but it is not. You get, you get a color palette of four colors, and it's what an interesting way to add uh, depth into a game because you'll get to a certain area and they'll give you four different colors, and you'll be like, "Ooh, new new feeling." Really, it doesn't affect anything, but just the new colors are cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, Amanda, you played it too. You liked it? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I thought it was really awesome. I mean, we kind of touched a little bit about it earlier, but I'll bring it back up again. Um, and I've always been a huge fan of games that really utilize, I would call it kind of like the negative or the anti-space of something. So like for this game, I would classify that as the fact that they they use color in a way that is pretty important to the gameplay and the story. And so I just think that that's really cool because certain things are intentional or colored or certain things that you need to color. Like there is a important decision that comes to making that, I think, as a developer. And I find that to be really fascinating and really cool and have some depth to it. You know, it'd be like it would be like a game that has no sound except for certain moments. And then that makes you go, OK, but why did they put sound there then? You know what I mean? So that's mm -hmm. that's the kind of stuff that I really do enjoy. Because I think it's making games on kind of like a deeper level in a way. And it's much more of a, of a deeper thought when you're looking at things like that. And so I just really kind of appreciate it and love that this game plays with color like that. You know, so much of the game is in 
black and white and gray and you know you're supposed to be bringing color to it and like the things that you can color the things that they already had colored like that's really fascinating to me you know so yeah i thought this game was really cool with that um it's funny because a lot of games will just hang their hat on a one really interesting mechanic like coloring the world right and be like oh we're gonna have a cut but then to integrate that huge mechanic into the story i think that's a double banger you know like if you're if you have one thing that you're pushing um and that's going to differentiate you write that into the story why not like uh and make the whole thing come together that's and that's what you did was so good too the 80s no <laughs> the 80s. decade <laughs> the whole decade. Yeah. Oh, hey. they worked it right in. They worked everything right in. The fucking <laughs> I, I can't name one thing from the eighties. I don't know. It's it's so. What was, long to what me. was the mechanic in Hades that you? Or, well, like the, they the, did everything the, right in that. The rogue. They did everything right, but the rogue like fits into it. he gets reborn. Every oh, day right. He's yeah, going yeah, Back yeah, to yeah. hell, and it all makes sense. Yeah. And you're trying yeah, to absolutely. escape hell, and you're yeah. Not uh, to Bobby. None of it makes sense to Bobby, but didn't take with me. Yeah. What? I was in like Hades? How do I not know this? Oh, you know. I'm, you just must have forgot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forget a lot of things. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, I like the 80s, so maybe you got confused. But... What do you like about the 80s the most? I mean, I, I was Name born t- in top the 80s. Five, so that's top one five good things. thing that came top, from the top 80s. Five. Oh, top, okay. five. <laughs> top five good Bobby. things from the 80s. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, myself. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Number one, me. I think MTV would agree. Uh, Number two, still me. And uh, I don't know. They're just all going to be movies. They're all going to be movies and music. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, You know what? Before we move on, though, what's the update on the chair, Emilio? Uh, This is the first time I've sat on it since that podcast, dude. So, okay. Yeah, I can't say my. I'm getting. I don't want to return it uh, because I like ninety percent of it, except for my butt. Like the the butt, it's probably because I'm fucking heavy as shit. It's probably, and I'm a long back bitch. Like it, I have a lot of weight up top, um, so I'm gonna get a butt pad um, and put it there, and it'll solve everything. Plus, I don't want to take it apart to return it and stuff. I like everything else about it. Rollerblade wheels, dude. Yeah. Look at this. Well, we should explain for people who don't know and and the two people. <laughs> yeah. Emilio got a new chair last week and uh yeah, it's got ruler blade wheels and it slides around his floor and um apparently wasn't too comfortable after uh sitting through it the whole podcast. Yeah, I like gave it this rave review. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> at the beginning yeah. of the show." Yeah, and then by the end of the show I was like, "My tailbone is in sh- shambles." Yeah. Oh no. That's the most Man. important part of the chair. You like ninety percent of the chair that doesn't matter, and the ten percent that well, what, what does. What kind matter. of chair does Nick have? Because you guys have kind of the same physique. You, <laughs> Nick's a long back bitch. LBBs. LBBs. I don't know. I've never asked him. I try not to. T- I take. I try to take as little uh, <laughs> advice from him as possible. Baldur's Gate Three. We're back on it, or maybe you guys have been on it the whole time I've been gone. It's... I don't know. Yeah, I'm back on it. I'm uh, I, I got a specific like kind of little story to talk about it. For starters, I have finally, finally made it to Act Two. You probably thought I was gonna say beat the game. Fuck no, nope. I'm playing this game for forever. Um, but I finally made it to Act Two, uh, which was cool. 
And if you don't want to hear a spoiler, then I don't know, skip ahead like two minutes, maybe Um, skip ahead then. Um, But I learned that it is important that you don't fuck with a god Um, because at we interacted. It was me, Tagloro and Lotion. And we used Gale as our like fourth and we interacted with the Githyanki God. <laughs> and I'm so happy that we saved before because um, Tag tried reading the God's thoughts. And for the first time ever, which Tag has played a lot of the game and so has Lotion. They both have played a lot. And I think Tag has beat it. Um, and never once did he ever get a game over uh like pop up or anything like that and like never once did he lose the game right well you'll lose the game if you fuck with a god (laughs) (laughs) that's funny wow it's just over instantly well he yeah he selected uh try to detect thoughts and the god i think said something like you insolent fools and then we all fucking died like (laughs) game over the entire party has been defeated and we were all (laughs) We, all of us literally sat there in silence and in shock. Like I, I was like, "That's do we crazy." Just, do we just lose the fucking game? Like that's awesome. It's so insane. So yeah, don't mess with gods. Uh, apparently, is definitely the theme of that, which is exactly why we're probably going to double cross her. So you know, that'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, your save was intact. So yeah, when you went back to her, you just acted different. Yeah, we we definitely acted different. <laughs> and, and my lesson. Tag, yeah, Tag was like, "Well, you can take control of the conversation," and I was like, "Ooh, I see that I have really high uh, dexterity because I'm a rogue, and that gives me a lot of like buffs and shit to deception." And I had a deception option, and I was like, "Oh, should I try and deceive her?" And Tag's like, "No, no, don't even, no, don't even try. You just <laughs> saw what we just did. Like, nope." He's like, "Don't fuck with her," and I was like, "All right, all right." Dude. So yeah, we're. That would be a that. perfect and listen up, Larian. This is how you <laughs> this is how you make a game. Yeah. No, but that would have been a perfect time for a psychomanis uh type um third fourth wall breaking thing. What if she was able to detect that she killed you once and mentioned it? Like that would be doesn't awesome. matter what timeline you would you know. Yeah. That, that would that be would sick. Be epic. Yeah. yeah. Listen up, oh Larian. You really okay? Hold up. You really want to <laughs> sit here down. and be telling Larian that they're not doing good enough? Really? Like, well, they that, can always that, do better. You know, they can always do better. That's true. Listen, that's true. If, There's always room for improvement, but I mean, they shelled out a pretty fucking incredible game. I picked up a game uh, book called uh, "Writing for Dummies." I, I'm just saying it's going to help you guys <laughs> get to the next level. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's let's see. That's that's you uh, increasing your intelligence, right? You do a good intelligence roll with that one. I don't know if I've I been... ever told the story of uh, how Lotion's character became like the biggest dummy in our party because there was a uh, there was a uh, I don't want to spoil too much either. It is tough, like trying to not do spoilers and then talk about all the cool shit that happened in it. Um, it, anyway, there was this thing, this option that we had to go inside of this machine and it was supposed to remove the tadpole uh, that is oh, in okay. your brain. And so Lotion <clears throat> was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And he goes in and it just does a permanent negative to intelligence debuff. But, like, that's it. Like, this, there's wow. no fucking benefit to doing it. Like, it's just literally like, you're dumb. Here's a debuff. <laughs> like, and, and we were like, Lotion, do you want us to, like, we can reload. Like, we can reload and not do that. And he's like, nah, it's fine. 
it's fine. No, we can keep it. And so now the running joke is, yeah, and so now the running joke is he went from like an eight intelligence to a six intelligence. And we crack jokes that he's a big, beautiful barbarian, but he can't tie his shoes because it's too difficult to think. And and then whenever we give him shit about his intelligence, we're like, hey, we just want to remind you, you chose to stay this dumb. <laughs> you chose is he not playing that. a archer? No, he he's playing a, well, in that safe. So see, like both tag and lotion and myself like we have multiple campaigns going on right and so um in a lot of his i think lotion has like a lot of archers but in the ones that we're playing together we call ourselves the fellowship and in the fellowship campaign yeah and so in the fellowship campaign he's a barbarian and uh tag loro's a paladin which we've been giving tag like the best armor the best yeah. shit yeah and not only is his paladin probably three times the physical size of literally all of us like i think we could combine all three of our characters and we'd be like the size of tag's calf like he's his character is just like physically enormous and then has like big shit that's radiant and bright and shiny on so it's just like everybody knows where the fuck tag is that's for sure and yeah, then tag funny. usually comes busting in and i've seen it happen already now where as soon as he gets in enemies become blinded by seeing him which is insane to me wow because he's so shiny because he's so bright yeah he's got all this bright radiant light coming from like his mace and his helmet and his it's so dookly his, dude the it, dude it's just yeah, it's yeah, he is definitely the duke and he scares the shit out of enemies, which is hilarious. And he's at the point now where enemies have to roll a 20 just to even initiate fighting him. Like everything is yeah, he's untouchable. Like wow, he's at, untouchable. At, at uh at difficult I mean in the second act, he's that strong already? Jeez. Yes. Yeah, well, wow. we've been we've been kind of borderline completionist with our stuff though like we've done literally everything like we made sure that we finished everything in act one that we could before we went to act two and so i think that's part of it we raid everything we craft and build stuff and so um i definitely think that has a lot to play with it but yeah we're all like level seven going into act two and tag is pretty untouchable and he does work like watched him take out like four dudes (laughs) just in a series so we just keep being like yeah tag's got it yeah he's got it (laughs) it's so funny that you say that because uh, i've played like seriously played dnd three times one of the times tag was um a fellow uh player and he he would he went with dragon kin it was my first time playing dnd actually Mm -hmm. and he was a dragon kin paladin and he was he's played so much in his life he was trying to show us that you can do anything you want you know like like yeah. a good like other player would he's like let's bust out in, into song in the middle of the tavern and try to get some coin that way and like that you know and then we started mm-hmm. fighting and he was grabbing things and like doing flame breath in their face and all this stuff and i was like I just shot an arrow. And I was like, <laughs> "How are we both level one, bro? Like, this is so weird." Uh, he yeah. knows. He knows how to min max, dude. He's he's super good at the game. I mean, like, and lotion's great too. But it's just, it's so much fun. It's, it's, it's such a blast. And I think it's so much fun playing with other people too. It's been really interesting because uh, the one coworker I have that I've been working a lot with the uh, last week. 
he also has Baldur's Gate 3, but he has it on PlayStation. And we're actually at like the same spot. So it's been really awesome, like at work, just kind of nerding out about Baldur's Gate 3 because nice. we're not spoiling anything and we're both experiencing stuff at the same time. And so nice. that's been really cool and really awesome. But it's super unique because I'm playing with friends. And so there's a lot of really hilarious moments and goofy shit that isn't necessarily related to the game. You know what I mean? Like, like right. lotion getting the negative to debuff yeah, yeah, and then yeah. turning into a hilarious thing there was another thing where like he he went to go fight somebody and didn't have enough movement and blocked the door and screwed me and tag out of like trying to fight and we were like yep see that's that six intelligence dude yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, so yeah. it's just like all that shit <laughs> builds and it's hilarious or like little goofy things like when we were walking through the crash like we kept calling it the crimfrish <laughs> like, so, <laughs> i so have it baldur's just gate makes it funny I have Baldur's what? Gate. You own it? No, no, no. You own it? <laughs> not, not yet, everyone. But, you know, every month, well, for the whole year, me and Rianne make this budget in this giant spreadsheet. We share all our money and we try to parse everything out. So we have set. So sexy, bro. Uh, so uh, sexy. It is, actually. It's one I'm of the sure you things about suggest. our relationship. Yeah. I love the spreadsheet. I think uh, spreadsheets are the key to being, to getting in the sheets. Anyways, in November. <laughs> We are. use spreadsheets to spread them sheets. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I got well, it. Okay. I, I don't know about that's that's pretty explicit. Okay. In November, in Canada, we have they, set aside. They, in Canada, they have sex through a hole in a sheet. Actually, so I no, just I watched that, that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. By the way, hilarious. Because um, <laughs> when I was visiting these guys, was it Bobby or you? I was saying Larry, David for left, Larry and Ralph for left and right, and it was getting on everyone's nerves, and then. Curb your enthusiasm came up and I was like, I haven't seen it. Anyways, it's fun. It's all good. A little tangential. In November, $160 has been put aside for me and Rianne to purchase Canadian dollars. Two copies of Baldur's Gate 3. Good. Applauses. I'm waiting, please. Good. No, that's no, all, dude. That's I mean, awesome. You that fucking... is gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm like I'm excited for you guys because it's it's so good. And especially as like a couples game, like my couples campaign is is really nice and fun and it's really it's nice, it's awesome. And so like I'm excited for you. And now I kind of feel like there's gonna need to be a crew uh campaign. Yeah, I think so. I think that would be fun. In the coldest so. month, November, nothing going on outside, depressing. <laughs> and then we'll have Baldur's Gate, which is awesome. Uh yes, you're great. So awesome. That's a game I'm gonna talk about. Uh, uh, I, I got one more oh. thing. Sorry. Oh, cool. Bobby, please. Uh, it, your your Baldur's Gate thing is not. You don't have a campaign right now, huh? No, not an active campaign right now. Are you ashamed? I, of I mean, I I hate to even offer, but it's like, should we try? I have the worst schedule possible, but should we try two hours a week? Two hours? Yeah. I don't know. We could. Depends on when those two hours are. I know, dude. Uh, Friday night's your night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Usually that's the best night for me. It's 10 p.m. start time too late. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's make sacrifices. (laughs) How about 9 p.m. Friday nights? Um, No, dude. I can't go go to bed that late. I I wake up. You can't go to bed at 11? No, I wake up at like five every day. Like, I just it just happens now. <laughs> like all right. It doesn't matter when I go to bed. I don't know how this is gonna work. Yeah. All right. It's all right. I gotta start a, a single player playthrough on that. That's how I'm really gonna get to the game. That's, That's so sad. 
no, no, it's not. I I think that that's. I'm the same way. I have one too. Well, and that's something that like I kind of wanted to bring up as well. That was cool about talking to the coworker is that even though it's awesome playing with your friends and it's funny, you create these really funny moments. I'm a little envious of my coworker, like playing the game for the first time, and the farthest he's getting is like a solo game, because the farthest I've gotten in the game has always been with people. And so my solo game is way behind. Like I'm going to have to put in a lot of time to catch up to where I am with uh, lotion and, and tag. And so uh, I'm a little envious that like he gets to experience the whole game completely solo. And it's just that I think that that's beautiful. And that's a great way that you can actually learn and dive into all the story and everything. Because sometimes I'll be like distracted looting shit and tag is having a full-on conversation with somebody and i'm missing that conversation you know what i mean and so when it's just you that's what's really nice to be able to dive in or just with one other person that's good too especially if you're going together you know then that's good but <clears throat> i think solo is a great way to go yeah All but right. it's not the same dave that's i know is the Baldur's gate gauntlet over I think the gate's closed. You can move on to your... <laughs> the gate is closed, Your Grace. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Yes, Your Grace. That's the game I played and beat this last couple last couple uh last couple weeks. Yeah, something like that. Um I explained how these games work, so I don't want to explain the mechanics of it too much, but um really it's like drilling down on this fact that Everyone who petitions you, you cannot possibly save, nor do you want to save. You really have to make these options for your family. So I am being invaded by this outside force. There's been a murder at my capital, and my ally thinks I might have killed his father. Everything's a mess. So I'm trying to find clues. I'm listening to petitioners. I marry off both my daughters for other alliances because I need to build an army to defend myself against this army that's coming over. And I don't have an heir. I have three daughters, so I need to. I mean, you didn't have to, dude. You could have just moved into a hovel with your daughters and lived a happy life. You could just, you can make one of your daughters the heir. You can't do everything in this game. If this was me in real life, 100% (laughs) abandoned. I'd be like, let's go. Okay. We're fucking out. But in this shitty situation, uh, it it really makes you choose. And this pixel art in Yes, Your Grace is uh, like basic. it's not super uh, immersive, but the storytelling was so good. Um, I really The game came out so long ago, so I think it's fine if I spoil something, but if you don't want to hear it, just skip. Uh, no, basically, we can't play this, dude. Basically, I started getting clues that the person I was going to marry my daughter to for a big army was basically an abuser, you know? Uh, like, dead animals started popping up uh, when he was in the castle, and he would just make some weird comments, and I was like... Uh, 2,000 soldiers, and I don't know for sure. Whatever, we'll do it. And uh, halfway oh, through wow. the game... Halfway wow, through the you game, still went through with it. Yeah, yeah. Halfway... halfway like, alliances had to be made, but halfway through the game, I just get a letter saying they he burned her at the stake and like tortured her and she's dead. And I'm like, oh my god. That's fucking intense. And keep in mind, this game is like pretty cutesy and pretty fun, and then it'll just fucking hit you uh, with this, with this with crazy With some realism. Bullshit. Yeah. Damn, uh, an example of something more lighthearted is my youngest daughter, who you can choose a bunch of nicknames for her. I chose Potato Head because I thought it was the cutest. She had a little porcupine as a pet. Uh, she loved this porcupine. Every day she'd bring it to the throne room. Everyone, look at my porcupine. Awesome. One day she accidentally sat it on a seat, and a nobleman sat on the porcupine when he wasn't looking, and then he stabbed it and killed it. 
and she's gonna was, die i was like oh my god i i, I was like holy fuck i'm like at my computer and i'm like i can't handle it like my she my youngest daughter's crying i'm like oh jesus christ um and uh my wife you know we we're trying to have this son this sorcerer always pops up she's one of my closest advisors the sorcerer and she's helped me in battles she's like conjured fog and everything and she's like you know i have this potion you and your wife can probably have uh a uh, a son so i was like perfect let's do it i gather all the ingredients and uh, the ritual time comes and my wife drinks this potion and she's allergic to something and she dies <laughs> i'm just like, i'm like oh my fucking god it's uh it's, brutal, it's, a, it's, dude. A, it's an intense game and at the end of it it really leaves you with the feeling or it left me with a feeling i'm sure there's multiple playthroughs you could do and get a different ending it left me with a feeling of like Nothing I did was worth it. Like, I have my kingdom. Like, 20 people survived this brutal war. It turns out the people invading me were just running from a bigger enemy, and they would have gladly settled in, like, lands uh, behind me. Ugh. And and I'm Ugh. just like, fuck. Ugh. And I exited out of the game, and I uninstalled it, and I moved it to my complete folder. And I was just like, this, is, this was a fucking amazing time. Like, yeah. a roller coaster of times. It really brought me there. And so... Uh, I'm sorry I spoiled this game for you if you're still interested. Yes, Your Grace. But I think Yes, Your Grace, Snowfall, absolutely you should be looking at it if any of that sounded intriguing to you. Um, Ooh, yeah. what a plug. Are you, do you happen to be promoting this no, game for work? No, uh, no. Any game that I'm promoting for work, I'll I'll try to make sure to say I'm not promoting this game for work. I'm promoting this game because it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. Um, check your Steam, Christian. Oh, live? Uh, yeah, live. Where are we at now? Uh, I think we're going down to plugs. Um, the sticker vote I already mentioned, uh, dlgaming.net. <laughs> That's where you can find all of our shit um, from past episodes. You're wondering, should I pick up this old game that's on sale? Just go to dlgaming.net, punch in the name of that game, Chances are some of it, somebody mentioned it at some point. You're going to have to listen to the whole episode, but maybe you'll be entertained as a uh, side maybe. effect. That's a big maybe. <laughs> I'm moving over my Steam screen. Sorry, Bobby, just one second. Okay. Moving over my Steam screen because Emilio bought me a gift live, and it's Baldur's Gate, dude. Thank you so much for that. That's, oh, wow. that's an amazing Better gift. adjust that spreadsheet, bro. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's so weird. I think he's more excited about editing his spreadsheet than he yeah. is about the game. So <laughs> yeah. What does what does this open up? Like, what options now can we transfer? What funds can we o- Dude, move honestly, over to another? Yeah, like, can we have marshmallows game. this year? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like marshmallows. Maybe, yeah. maybe we could set the thermometer one degree higher. <laughs> uh, you know, it's. Yeah. Thermostat, sorry, thermostat. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that gift. That that's super appreciated. Wow. Uh, you're welcome. I want a little more out of that, but all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I give gifts. I give gifts for the reaction, not for fucking like, dude. Because I'm obligated the, to. The worst part is I walk into Christian Con, and I have the worst gift reactions ever. All these people are like, surprise, and I'm like. <laughs> cool let's uh i'm just like completely like not surprised at all but i am on the inside very i had no idea and then right. Rand comes up to me after and she's like did you do you like it like is this is this okay i'm like yeah it's awesome all my friends and family here people i never see she's like but you didn't 
you didn't i was like oh yeah sorry like i it's just anyways apologies it's gotta anyway. torture uh emilio because yeah i feel like i feel like emilio you do look a lot to the reactions of stuff because i even remember too i think uh like when i first came over and hung out for like a ufc fight i remember you being like did you have fun did you have fun at all I was like, yeah i had a blast like it was i a want everybody time, to but... have a great time all the <laughs> yes, time you do. Does, yeah. which yes. is why like bobby's not a friend he's a he's a project like i'm trying to excite <laughs> this guy oh my god <laughs> <Next> time, <laughs> i'm just gonna have to jerk him off next time i see him because there's yeah, uh, there's wow. no the way option. to th- get this option? guy to like i can't crack this shell man we were just yeah. talking about couple participation uh, earlier too before uh you know oh, before you the show yeah. Yeah. yeah before the show there you go this is gonna be a weird dlg con <laughs> uh, i gotta pee for the first oh time god. this episode we got all sorts oh, of oh. I'll hit the button. Sorry. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, but since I have not been on Discord and I am not up to date on what's going on, what's going on with the stickers? So we put that to a vote. Yeah. <laughs> He's rolling. Yeah. He's rolling away. <clears throat> For our listeners, uh, Emilio, I think, is really showing off his rollerblade wheels on his uh, chair. He just like proceeded to just whiz around. Uh, before taking a whiz on his chair so you know he's flying flying high but the sticker thing uh, right now we're voting on a color palette for the new stickers uh, we have a new design uh, what was it what was the term that tag Loro coined about it the a micro, micro mouse the, phone the micro mouse phone yes, yes. it's uh, it's got a headphone and then in the middle of it, it looks like a, a microphone or a mouse. There's been a debate about it, uh, which is interesting because, yeah, Christian, I feel like what you you thought that it was mostly a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are I we looking like at that? I, I thought there were ones with mice and ones with microphones. Uh, yeah, with microphones. there were. But no. to me, like the one that we picked uh, looks a lot like my mouse. But I've also seen microphones that look like it. So it's fun. I like it. I think it's the duality of both, right? And that's great. But right now what we're doing is until October 13th, you can go into our Discord, which you can find our Discord through dlgaming.net, and you can vote for um, the color palette that you like uh, for our new stickers, which is really great. Okay. I'm looking at it now and I do see what you're talking about. It does look like both a mouse and a microphone. And it is, this was the feedback that I gave before we went public with this. There's too many lines in the middle. <laughs> I think too the lines, lines are, are what's adding to the confusion here. I thought you said there's too much color. You're like, eh, can this be white and black by chance? No, that was my way of... <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the color, uh, actually, the color schemes on these. But I thought in the middle, if we make the colors a little more similar, then maybe it wouldn't exaggerate the lines so much because there's just... There's, there's like a mouse that looks like a microphone in front of a sunrise by a headset. Yeah, it's just... It's a little busy in the middle. So as you can tell, everybody really fucking loves the design. There's no complaints <laughs> whatsoever about any of it. Um, and if you want your vote to count with that, once again, you can go to the pin channel and the hangout and see uh, where Nick has made a post about voting for the stickers. And if you vote, you're going to get entered in for a raffle to win $20 to Steam. Um, so, yeah. Uh, don't vote multiple times, though. All right, just one vote. One vote one matters. Vote. That's it. Just one, one vote. vote. You're one person, so one, one. vote. <laughs> Unless you're right. a corporation. I'm looking at the too. pinned the the pinned messages, and we've still got one from 
February of 2022 about a DLG vanilla Rust server? <laughs> yep. I don't think that. So, uh, is that oh, still up that. and running? Uh, <clears throat> let's connect to it live and find out, Bobby. Let's see. <laughs> let's go. Let me install Rust. What is that like? That that game has way too many, way too much hard disk space. I don't understand. Anyway, it, it's all it, the cocks. That's true. Uh, Actually, yes. yeah, that's not free. Flying cocks takes up a lot of gigabytes. There's so much cock in that game. Yeah. <laughs> is there? Wait, I don't know. Are you guys being serious? There's lots of cock and breasts. Oh, you start no, out. No, yeah, I'm being serious. When you start, when you start the game and you start new, like, cloth? the genitals no. are procedurally generated, no. right? Like you randomly get something. You don't know what it's going to be. Could be a oh. cock or a cunt. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Right. But it is full nude either way. Yeah. All right. All right. Mm. Time for listener questions. Oh, wait. That's right. Before we get to that, 62 months subscription from Recycled. Woo! Uh, where's the applause yeah. sound effect? Yeah. That's impressive, man. So impressive. impressive. 62 months. All right. We've only got a few listener questions here, but first one is from ScramTX. What is your favorite spooky or scary game franchise? And is there a game you like to go back and play each Halloween season? For me, it's Little Nightmares 1 and 2. You stole it right out of my mouth, man. Little Nightmares is my answer as well, because it's just nightmare and just little enough that I can handle it. Like 2D is my limit so creepy so cool uh christian this is another one that you can play with your lady friend not co-op but like it's a great game to just pass the controller back and forth and try over and over you know kind of thing because the the reset is so quick and it's creepy creepy well speaking of creepy games too emilio you and i uh what does your halloween weekend look like because we should knock out a uh a scarathon between you and I and see which one can handle uh, playing oh, yeah. the Re- same scary it. game. Dude, that's the content it. the people want. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it would be, are... it'd be fun to do that live and try Yeah, try to play. Uh... What's objectively the scariest game? Maybe the first Outlast? Is that like the scariest, jumpiest scare? Or is it like Five Nights at Freddy's? Or... Tell us in Discord. If you know the yeah. answer to this, tell us. Come and tell us the scariest game. And we yeah, can let's maybe let add the listeners some to the kind of like determine those... which game. Christian, yeah. that's really good, good, dude. Like you were asking the community to actually. That's really good, dude. Wow, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a crew, a crew question for the listener right there. Yeah, which yeah, game yeah, is yeah. the scariest game? And then Amelia and I will look at that and maybe have a scare fest off, uh, see who can last the longest. So, spoiler, probably neither of us will probably be like the first five <laughs> seconds and we both puss out the video. <laughs> but we'll see. And we're going to record it, damn it. You're going to watch us like shit our pants. So, yeah, yeah I feel like I have scare. to be recording uh, not a live stream because in live stream, you yeah. feel a little safer. Yeah, you do. Don't you? Yeah. I do. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if we don't, if, if we just record it live and not look at chat or anything like that, then it could still probably be mm-hmm. uh, that. But I don't know. We can work it out. We'll work it out later. But yeah, we'll just put that thought in your head and we can find a date that works for both of us. But already scary. 
Yeah. <laughs> but for me, a scary game that I always go back to does tend to be Friday the 13th. I love that game. It's so, but I love those kind of games. And I really wish Friday the 13th still had support and like was having growth instead of running into their huge like copyright issues. And I like, I think the developers don't like they disbanded or like it's just, it's not being taken care of anymore. And so it just exists uh, or it used What's to. A 4v, However, 4v1 game, Dave? Uh, I think it was more because like I could have sworn that there were like six counselors that you could be and then mm. one person's Jason and like some of that was just so much fun but they do have Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's supposed to be the same and I've mm. been eyeing and trying to play that but I only want to play that as crossplay with my brother but I have heard recently or he said that crossplay is coming back so maybe in the future podcast I'll be talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre because yeah that those kind of games are my favorite to play Halloween season because it is very fun and it's not too spooky but it's a blast with the community but the scary one is definitely going to be like Phasmophobia I always have this itch like close to Halloween to be like yeah let's play Phasmophobia and it just takes one run for me to be like okay good done for the year like <laughs> so- because that game scares the shit out of me and then i'll have nightmares for a week and it's like it's a whole ordeal <laughs> so. bobby's the aficionado what is the final word bobby what is uh the answer to your question this question well the game that i keep going back to every halloween is definitely killing floor two just because of their seasonal updates or their seasonal content christmas and halloween i always got to check in with that game um, but I really want to play some phasmophobia this year. The problem is I don't like playing with strangers and nobody else wants there's, to play this with you. There's a, there's a good amount of people on the discord that play, like we could probably get something together, but, um, yeah. yeah, I would, I would like to play more of this. And that game that I brought up a couple of months ago called demonologist, it looked like a phasmophobia ripoff, but maybe a little better graphics. Um, that one is out and like people are playing it. There's like 2000 people playing it today so i i don't know the reviews are like eh, not not super great i don't think they're going to put as much work into it as phasmophobia but um i don't know then again like i feel like they put a lot of work into phasmophobia and i'm still like this could be a lot better <laughs> uh bobby um we did not talk about payday three um it came out and had yeah we did did we mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah no, we talked about the horrible out. Yeah, we, we did. We talked I about the terrible reviews it was getting. I was really drunk last episode. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, person. Talk now. Negative. Yeah. I don't have an answer yeah. to this question. Next question, Bobby. Uh, next question from Biblioclasm. Why haven't you tried using Chat GPT to do a one-off RPG session during the podcast? I didn't know that was a thing. Very specific. <laughs> it is very specific. They, on the PC Gamer podcast, they used to do this. Um, they used to play D&D, but with Counter-Strike. And I found it terribly boring because I didn't play Counter-Strike <laughs> or D&D. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel All like right. there's ways we could work in chat GBT into the show to, that would be amusing. But um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe an RPG. Have I talked about this before? I tried to use ChatGPT at work, and it's really good for anything math-based or spreadsheets or like analytics, and just terrible at like its main thing, uh, which is like language communication. I found at least like if I asked it mm-hmm. to summarize three paragraphs, it would like invent information that wasn't in the paragraphs I gave it mm-hmm. to summarize. And I'm like, what? What's happening? This is so broken. But any sheets or Excel question or like theoretical, how could I do this on sheets? Um, 
instantly and like no no errors so that's my experience with chat gpt yeah it's good for some stuff like writing code and stuff it's very helpful for that too but yeah i i just updated to the new version of windows i think it's a beta but it's got that uh what is it copilot built in which is like the ai assistant and it's pretty lame i don't know <laughs> seems pretty useless uh, it's like uh, a i don't know it's like a, i've been in the beta for the uh google one too and it's uh, it just feels a bit gimmicky or like it's not um, living up to all the hype bard some of the hype bard, no right? not, not bard bard's something else um this it integrates with like google docs gmail and oh. uh, google searches so it's nice when i do a google search it'll like give me the ai response which i if i type in like how to do something it'll give me like a step-by-step that's usually pretty good but it's um that's all ai has kind of been helpful for is just like narrowing down or cutting out the bullshit in in google searches for me yeah for but us it, there are, there are some people that are like hyper users that are cutting their workload in half. Yeah, like surprisingly, uh, my mom, my mom knows oh. how to use G- uh, Chat GBT way better than I ever could. <laughs> I didn't tell any of you guys this. It was funny. I was concerned that we weren't going to have a solid plan for food with the LG Con, and I was like talking to my mom about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I want to come up with like kind of like some recipes and things because for like about twenty people or something. But I don't know. Like I've never cooked that much for that many people and stuff. And my mom's like, "Oh, I'll help you out. I got you." She straight up put in Chat GPT like easy great meals for 20 people and this is i'm gonna walk you guys through it a little bit these are some of the things that they said (laughs) the first one is a pasta bar (laughs) so Mm. super easy right Mm -hmm. (laughs) now then uh we've got a slider station uh baked potato bar there's taco salad bowls a mediterranean mezza platter well that's fun Mm. a stir fry buffet a pizza party um, a chili bar, barbecue pulled pork sliders, and sushi rolls. Because sushi rolls are so easy. Thank you, so ChatGPT. It's so easy. I'll make sushi rolls for 20 fucking people. All right, ChatGPT. But like, sushi rolls are they, actually pretty easy if you have the rollers and stuff. Have you guys done that, like at home? I've made sushi. And making sushi for 20 people is called a job. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> But some of these are kind of interesting. And then it's cool because I guess the chat GBT then broke it down like with the ingredients and the instructions oh, and I would how to not make trust. it. And... I would not trust the ingredients. Dude, it's going to amalgamate like 50 different recipes and the recipe it gives you. I couldn't. I can't trust it. can't trust it for recipes. No way. Mm. Days, uh, you're welcome, by the way. Yes. I showed Thank your you. mom how to use chat GPT when she was over that here. That was definitely night. not you. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's been using that shit for work like to generate descriptions and like all kinds of things i was like damn i didn't and like that's her thing now too is that if you're just like i don't really know what i need to do or what i want to do like i was talking about how like how i was trying to come up with like a list of things that i want to do around washington and my mom's like yeah let's ask ai and i'm like no let's not they're gonna probably talk about a bunch of shit in washington dc which mm-hmm. is n- on the other side of the country <laughs> it's good for some things sucks for others we can agree on that but yeah. it's only going to get better there you go biblia yeah. we we work chat gpt it wasn't exactly an rpg session yeah. but it was something you know take what you can get i got plus two to uh in technology technology in intelligence all right is that all we got 
No, we've got one more question from right. Biblioclasm. Who will be the first PC game designer featured as a guest on the show, and when can we expect this to happen? We've had them in the past. Um, at some point, we decided, I, I don't know if we decided or we got lazy. We, it wasn't that hard. We had some like some people on here. Sam Barlow was on here, I thought, too. Yeah. Right? Well, Bobby interviewed him. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, wasn't that hard? Should probably, I mean, we, we should let the people who actually did the work, like Christian, uh, determine if that was hard. Yeah, it was pretty Because <laughs> he did a lot hard. of late work for that. <laughs> yeah. we, had, we had the people from PC easy Gamer for Emilio, far guys. before... <laughs> Uh, Christian came over. Oh, that's true. Just like regularly over. on the podcast, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we, we did a few interviews here and there. They, those were um, pretty We cool. haven't even really yeah. thought about it, man. Honestly. It's been uh, a while. We should, though. They're, uh, every, especially from like single A, double A titles um, that try something new, like a chicory or something like that. Like, it's cool to talk to those people, and they're usually accessible. I would love to talk to them and I would love to talk to uh, certain content creators that have like uh, narrowed a niche or like a bit or something really specific so well and like kind of excel at that just like one specific thing. I feel like it's just interesting to talk to them about it. Someone like Controlled Paris who like only does military, uh, tactical military mm. shooters, you know, I feel like that kind of conversation would be interesting, but that yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. Or the guy who gives hair, free haircuts to homeless people. Like, it's like, he's got a story to tell, man, for sure. Yeah. Got lots of stories <laughs> out there, and especially right. with ChatGBT making a lot of them. <laughs> what are we all playing next week? For me, it's definitely going to be uh, Cyberpunk. For me, probably. Say it, Days. You know what it is. Yeah, you know it's Boulder's Gate 3, but I am cool. interested in playing Planet earth versus humanity or texas chainsaw massacre if they have the cross play enabled i'm still trying really hard to play a game pass game with my brother who is on xbox so it's kind of whatever we have cross played connected through game pass i'h um, trying to play something like that but so would you say now, that uh <laughs> ballers get is your bottom bits my bottom huh? bits <laughs> Yeah, is that the game? That your main game is called the Bottom Bits. Anybody? That's my main squeeze. Uh, see, I've been sure. working on this in the background. I, the cogs have. I feel not. like it got worse, dude. <laughs> I would have preferred Bottom Bitch. No, what Bottom Bit? I, I saw the steam coming out. I can recognize an effort, you know. Mm. <laughs> Yikes! Okay, I feel like playing a first-person shooter. I don't know. I'm probably going to check out Titanfall Two. I did buy that. I, I violated. Buy it. Why? Play it on my account. It was on sale for three dollars. Like, all right, what the hell, right. you know? So, I know I'm a little late on that one, but I've heard it's very good. Yeah, I I don't know what I'm gonna play, guys. I've been completing games off my backlog, and I only have four left. And how about the really goddamn game that I just bought you for fucking full price? How about that? How about a little <laughs> fucking appreciation, you're coming, you're, dude? You're coming on a little strong. <laughs> just... well, I I have to assume. I have to assume that your budget because you said you almost had enough for both that means now you only have to buy one which means you could play tonight tonight 
Yeah, we could. I'll talk to Rianne. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, if it's Baldur's Game He's got to check his time budget. Too, he's only four games away from completely finishing his backlog, which might not be a bad idea to finish. And then, because your life is going to be consumed by Boulder's Gate. Like, yeah. my manager keeps saying that. He keeps talking about, like, I don't know if I want to get it or not. And I was like, make sure you clear your schedule, dude. Because, like, when you get it, if you start playing it, especially if you're playing it with other people, yeah, there goes your free time, dude. It's all Boulder's Gate. And it's worth yeah. it, but... That's why I played it for, for November, where I usually don't talk to anyone. I stop walking in this awesome neighborhood. And, it's the hibernation but, season. But maybe after that Canadian Thanksgiving, which is tomorrow, maybe we can start it early. We'll, we'll see. Baldur's Gate. Uh, one of those games on my backlog is Battletech, and that's like a 50-hour. Like, I'm 50 hours in. It's going to be like 50 hours more. So that's pretty much never getting completed. Um, mm. So it'll never be over. I'm going to put Baldur's Gate on is. here just so that Emilio doesn't curse and yell at me fuming fuming <laughs> i should I, I think we should also schedule a uh streaming night for phasmophobia for at least emilio and amanda to play and then probably nick because he knows what he's doing and then either christian or me could jump in but i think we we need a we need to get a little content out there what do you think halloween yeah. itself is on like a fucking uh like a Tuesday, on right? Halloween. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a Tuesday, I think. Yeah, it doesn't have to be on Halloween. I know it's but October, it's dude. It's the spooky ideal. season. It could be. How about ideal? No, people got things to do. They're going to get dressed up in slutty costumes and get <laughs> drunk on Halloween. They're not going to watch us. <laughs> Bobby, yeah. what was your sluttiest uh, costume? Oh, probably a Wolverine costume, right? Because you had your shirt off. No, so my dad was a postal worker, and I would steal his uniform, and he had these super short shorts, and I would hike him like way up, just show off those gams. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Yes. All right. Well. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is that a podcast? Uh, I, I believe think it is. So I mean, Bobby proposed something, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll rein it in. Uh, speaking for Ender, Christian, Poppy, Amanda, uh, G- uh, Chat GP titties. titties? Uh. Uh, the steam's still coming out. There. It's only been a year since I uh, played the one. All right. Acceptable. <laughs> <laughs>